What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? We are back again with New York City Meets Bama. I'm your host, Chris Merriman, with... Katerina. Hope everybody's having a good time. We're here to provide some value to you guys. It's just me and Kat this go-around. I'm about to hop off, go to a event over in Arizona with Andy Elliott and a couple other guys, Bradley, some other big hitters, or, or we'll see if they're big hitters. I haven't seen them in person, you know? Everybody can make a good podcast. I hope you think so anyways. We all know being an entrepreneur is hard. It comes with lots of mental challenges and confidence struggles. For me, I've dealt with imposter syndrome and found that talking to someone has helped me find myself and strengthen my confidence. It can be difficult to navigate it on your own. Now, because of professional therapists, you don't have to. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp can give you tools to approach your life in a very different way. No matter where you are, you can talk to a professional therapist that fits your unique needs and an affordable cost. Just fill out a few questions and BetterHelp can match you to a professional therapist in just days. Put yourself first and use BetterHelp services today and you will receive 10% off your first month of BetterHelp. Use the link in the description below this show. You deserve to be happy too. Use the link betterhelp.com slash NYC meets Bama. Again, betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash NYC meets Bama. BetterHelp wants all of you to be as successful as possible and help you reach your fullest potential. Connect with the therapist today. So, what are we going over today? Hustle topics? We're going to go over the top 10 hustle culture topics that we came up with that we think are not necessary to create success. That's it. So, we're going to dive into this. All right. The first one that appeared, now we might have had some assistance from Google, so we went by Google's version of this to assist us in narrating down what these top 10 are, because these are common asked questions. While... Hard work is essential. The hustle culture often glorifies excessive working hours, leading to burnout and diminishes returns. What do you think about that? I think that that is ridiculous. I mean, I think, so what they're saying is true. Yes, people are burning themselves out, but I don't think it's necessary for success. Like, they say that if you don't get the right amount of sleep, that you kind of have, like, cobwebs in your brain that's how your brain functions with no sleep so draining yourself and working so hard through to the point where you aren't getting enough sleep is just gonna create diminish and bad results in the end yeah so i definitely agree with that because i've lived it plenty of times because of this hustle culture mentality obviously there's still hard work but the work just needs to get done so a lot of individuals come from their corporate job and then they start their side hustle, and which takes a lot of work, right? You're working 40 to 50 hours a week at your day job, normal W-2, and then adding on all the extra hours to accomplish your side hustle to make it into where you're a self-employed individual to turn it into a business at some point, right? Well, a lot of times when people leave that job and finally make that point, they have all this extra time, and they try to utilize it, and they start working harder and harder and harder, and they create busy tasks for themselves within their business, right? Things that don't actually move the needle. Most of them are non-income producing activities. And they do that and create these weird routines and facades that they have to go through now because they've got this freedom and now they're thinking, well, this is why I'm not successful. I didn't take my ice bath this morning. I didn't journal <laughs> and then go run my two miles like like 
you know, Andy Elliott said, and then David Goggins, right? You got to follow these guys and do their culture to be able to be successful. That's just not the case, right? Being able to effectively manage your time and emotions to stay congruent with the goal is what will actually get you there. That's exactly what it is. It's just managing your time and managing the work that you are doing compared to the work that you're delegating to someone else. Yeah. So that's That's why when they say like work your ass off and wake up at 4 a.m. and then go to bed at 1 a.m., that's not actually like what you're supposed to be doing. That's just messed up people <laughs> well i mean we've all done it like i've done it too i used to but i do know all the cobwebs and the mistakes i made and it didn't congruently equal yeah. the result like maybe you have one long night out. right exactly yeah. yeah you always burn out and then say oh mm-hmm. this doesn't work for me well really you just burned out because you gave up on achieving the result because of what you put yourself through number two success should not be defined solely by how many hours you put in it's about working smarter not just harder Yeah, so that's basically what we just said. So making sure that the time that you spend on the work that you're doing is income-producing activities, not so much the the stuff like editing or sending emails or admin things. Like That can be delegated to an assistant, and if you don't have an assistant, you should already have an assistant because that's what you need to be able to grow and create success, and the time that you're spending on all these little things could be produced with higher income. Right, and that's a harsh struggle for a lot of people who are probably listening. They're like, I can't afford an assistant. And most people think, oh, if I don't have you know, the $60,000 that it's going to take to uh, hire that assistant, already saved in my bank account, then obviously I can't have an assistant. I'm not ready for one. And that's just not the case, right? Because what you'll end up doing is if you are actively tracking your income-producing activities versus the activities that do not make you money in your business, and you're able to effectively delegate those to an assistant, whenever the assistant comes on, you'll be able to utilize your new free time on more income-producing activities that will generate more income and make this business grow. That's the whole concept behind it, that it's time to do that now other than later because you don't need all the funds ready because by hiring the assistant, your business will go through a a natural shift, right? And to help people um, learn how to identify income-producing activities versus non we have a log that we use that where we track pretty much every 15 minutes of our day. Write down what you're doing. Write down what you're doing. Write down what you're doing. Every 15 minutes, an alarm goes off, and you, and you document what you're doing. And you do that for about a week, and you can you know, sort of go through a dialogue of what you do daily and what was actually something that moved the needle or created income versus what just had to be done to keep the business running, right? Yeah. And then you build out trainings for those non-income-producing activities. And as long as you're documenting that, whenever your assistant comes on, you'll be ahead of virtually everybody because nobody does this effectively or correctly they get the assistant you just sort of run through it you know you end up maybe you fire them because you made a bad hire or think you made a bad hire because really you didn't have the proper ability to train them at this moment yet yeah. so so that's just some um, order inwards to all that how long did it take you to get your assistant to hire one mm-hmm. like how many years of business longer than it should have i don't know it was i was 23 24 yeah something like that so I don't know how many years of business, but I know I did fight and struggle with the concept for some time. I struggled with it for about a year. Once I got a mentor saying, you have to hire an assistant. You're making enough money. You just don't think you are. And I fought with that concept because I didn't have the money, didn't have the money. Then once I did it, I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not the end of the world. It's easy. It just sort of, you end up making more money throughout the process, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because the workload changes. And as long as you are effective at managing your own time, then you know it makes sense to do so and move forward with it to grow the business. Yeah. All right, number three, 
How many successful entrepreneurs prioritize work-life balance and mental well-being over nonstop hustle? I feel like everyone has this, no matter what stage of like your balanced life you are, everyone has an issue with spending enough time with their family and friends and spending enough time working. Because when you're working, you feel bad that you're not spending time with your family and friends. But then if you're with your family and friends, you, have, you feel bad that you're not working and making money. So I feel like people also take this out of proportion and they think, it doesn't matter about my relationships. As long as I'm making money, that's all that matters. So everyone is just working nonstop and then they forget like, oh, the journey actually matters and your life actually matters. You're not on this earth to just make money. You're on this earth to create relationships and network and do things that you love, which is the work, but also doing the things that make the work while you're doing it. Yeah, so it's a hard balance to wrap your head around because it's really not a balance we just live one life so whatever you strive to make your vacations look like and your relationships look like and your end result whatever your business is going to look like that's how you need to build out your day-to-day so you need to look at the end result that you're after and work backwards from that most people just start and say hey there's sort of a a brief concept of what i'd I'd like to be jeff bezos because he has all the money and that's what i'm after right now and bam let's start working we'll start with an e-commerce store and work our way towards them and uh, that's not an effective way to keep that balance structured because you'll end up with the same things, burnout, and you'll start hopping around to different strategies and things that none of them actually are directly targeted to your end result. So, yeah, you live one life. Make sure your morning looks the way you want it to, mm-hmm. your vacations do, and, and it coincides with whatever internal lifestyle that you want. So if your wife is unhappy... Step back, take a look at it, and see. You think she's happy because you're providing income or whatnot, but that's probably not all that's there, right? And you, your current lifestyle can probably conform to what would build a better relationship. You're just not looking at it through the right lens. Yeah. So just step back, analyze it, move forward. Number four. Oh, boy. You don't need to wake up at 5 a.m. or go to bed (laughs) at 1 a.m. every day to be successful. Quality of work can suffer when you're constantly in hustle mode. Taking time for reflection relaxation can lead to more creative and effective solutions what do you say so burnout is bad (laughs) no but really like relaxing and actually taking a step back instead of just constantly being in that mode where you're just doing 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 and not realizing okay what is my goals again why am I doing what I'm doing and how can I change what I'm doing to make it better I feel like people are kind of just on airplane mode and they just go, go, go and don't realize that what they're doing actually has a difference in the world or what they're trying to create. So people forget that they're trying to reach a goal. They need to change their habits every month or every couple months because if they keep doing the same thing, they're only going to get the same results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with all that. Your quality will will suffer and if you don't get to stand back and reflect like i'm real big on that third person view or third person reflection of your current life if you're locked down in the day-to-day that typically means you're locked into working in your business instead of on your business yeah so if that's what's happening you're not getting to self-reflect again zoom out on the big picture hey what is my end goal is what i'm doing today actually going to lead me there or am i just caught up in the day-to-day my wife's mad at me you know i don't get to spend any time with my kids Whatever the the situation is, you're just down into the muddle of the day-to-day, which is not where you want to be. You have to take time 
I say at least every quarter to stand back and self-reflect again based on how fast of a mover you are. If you're fully self-employed and you don't have a day job anymore, that means you're all your time's going to this. You got to do it every quarter because if not, you'll get off track and you'll end up. If you go a year with this, you lost nine months, right? Because it every time I go back into this self-reflection, I realize, oh, I've gotten off track a little bit. Let's narrow this back in. Hey, here's where I'm messing up right now in some of my life or in some of my relationship or at the gym, not getting to work out, whatever it is, and here's why it's happened. Let's stop, restructure, rebuild out the calendar, and go again. Yeah. It's just a constant, evolving process. So for the next one, for new entrepreneurs, you are constantly comparing yourself to everyone else that is already successful, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, what are the next steps for me? What are they doing? So you're just putting yourself in this box with all the people that are successful, all the people that are, quote, unquote, doing all of these great things, like waking up at 4 a.m., taking a nice bath, chugging a gallon of water right when they wake up. They're claiming that they're doing all these things. So you feel like to be successful, you have to do these things and you're putting yourself in a box because you think that you have to do that to be that person when really you just need to create your own habits, your own success story, and that is how you will be different and create the life that you want. It doesn't have to be this cookie-cutter solution. Right, because most of it's not a cookie-cutter solution. You may not even recognize that whoever you're getting taught by or the mentor, he's taking an ice bath now, but did he do it to get to where he's at now, right? He may be in, say, commercial real estate today, but back in the day he was flipping houses. So look at how they got there and not what they're doing constantly today. Obviously, you know, they they probably have a lot of knowledge to offer as well, but they have to be able to self-reflect on their own actions or they're going to be given bad advice. So it's not a one-size-fit-all. My partner and I work together right now and do the same thing. But how we got there is very different, right? So nobody's <laughs> journey is the same. Yeah. And you just need to be clear on that and understand once you know the principles, the principles are what gets you there, the journey is going to look different. So they're taking an ice bath or they're working at 4 a.m. You can wake up at 8 a.m. You can wake up at 11 a.m. It doesn't matter, but the work still needs to be done. But it doesn't care when you get up and start on it. That's, that's not how the work operates. All right. Success in business often involves building meaningful relationships and strategic planning, not just hustling your way through it. Type of person to grind, constantly grind, you're not networking and seeing the bigger picture of it all. You can easily miss the best parts of being an entrepreneur, which is connecting with people who are like you. Yep. So basically, I'm going to relate this to when I was in college. I literally would leave class, go home and study and do my homework all day long until I went to bed. I wouldn't even go out to dinner with anyone because I thought that to create success, I had to just get the good grades and get all the studying and homework done right away. When really I was missing out on all the networking events and making friends in college. And I missed out on a large part of that because I wouldn't kind of leave my room and leave what I was doing in terms of the work when really the connection with the people around you really matter. So if you're a new entrepreneur and you feel like you just have to keep grinding and going and going, take a step back and realize that are you making connections with people? Are you going out of your way to say yes to opportunities that require you to go out and meet people and show up? Because that's where the success will really come in. Yeah, I definitely second that because I've spent a ton of money on coaching, mentoring, masterminds, and made a lot of connections. But I didn't properly nurture those connections. And they're still there. They can still be accessed, but I, I didn't 
whenever I need that person, I think, oh, that's who's got the keys. If it'd be really good if I had talked to that person in the last year, whenever I call, because I, now I need something, or I need help with something, right? Yeah. So nurturing those same connections is is a super important piece. And if you're down into the weeds and just working in your business all the time and not on it, then you don't have access to get out and communicate with these people, all right? So I've got friends who flip houses and then stuff started going sideways for them. They started working on the houses all the time. That's where they spend all the time. They stopped going to our masterminds, all the coaching events, things like that. And because they self-isolated themselves, they've lost tons of connections. And those same connections probably could have fixed their current problems. So they chose a mechanism to fix it. They'll probably get through it. But there was a different path, and it was missed because they weren't nurturing those connections that they already had. They chose to work in the business instead of being able to back out of it for just a little while. Take your quarterly break to self-reflect and analyze what's going on in the business. Yeah. So the next thing is having a healthy balance with your health, food, fitness, all of the above. Because I feel like people who are like, I need to be the most perfect person ever is like, I need to wake up and have a green juice and starve myself all day and be yeah. miserable when that's not fun. That's not a good life. Like you need to go out, experience different foods, experience different conversations with people, which would require you to go out and mingle in restaurants. Like I know so many people, including myself, that stop themselves from going to events because they were on this strict diet and they were trying to be the most healthy version of themselves when really it kept them from opportunities that could have led to different success stories. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess dieting and, and that same concept uh, is an immediate reflect on business and entrepreneurship because dieting, it has so many options to it. You've got paleo, carnivorous, vegan, keto, all the stuff, right? And really all those same things come down to the same key principles, you know, calories in, calories out, whether the body's in a metabolic burn rate or if it's in an excess of calories so it can create muscle, things like that, right? All baseline stuff. So all those diet plans, I guarantee anyone that you're on, you fall back to those core principles and that's why you're losing the weight or that's why you're getting the body that you want and things like that. Not because you're on paleo, not because the guy on YouTube says keto is the way because he's jacked and he's on keto, right? It's just his preference is to go through keto to meet those principles, so that's a direct reflection to be uh, made aware of in business. That, hey, just because that person made their business run in Facebook ads, the core principle was they were marketing to a lead and they had something to offer that lead to then generate income, right? Yeah. They got paid for having a quality product to receive on. So it wasn't that they did it through the Facebook ads. It was that they had and nurtured a lead that then paid them for the service. So so keep and be aware of your principles and that's what's actually going on. Don't get caught up in the muddle or what's going on on TikTok craze at that moment, right? Mm -hmm. or it's like jumping onto a hot stock that as soon as you buy into it, it plummets, right? It's because, hey, that was the crowd. That was the wave. And, and now you followed them and you just ignore principles of trading. So be aware. Yeah. The next one is currently I feel like a lot of people are reading regular books and not just motivational books and during COVID everyone was obsessed with the motivational books to like self-improve themselves when really like if you like reading books you could read whatever you want you don't have to read the motivational books to be successful and I feel like a lot of people are looked down on people that don't read the successful business books because they think that you're just wasting your time and if that's what you enjoy you're not wasting your time you're doing something that is for you not just for your work and like Chris said you only live one life so do both and enjoy it 
Yeah, yeah, you can read whatever type of books you want. The work doesn't care. It just needs yeah. to get done. With that being said, though, personal development books are excellent. They're a great spot to learn information, and you probably can learn a lot from Harry Potter as well, right? Or you get enough relief from reading it, that's sort of a dopamine hit that you're able to complete more work, whatever it is. But as long as you have the right skills, traits, and character, with those three combined, you can pretty much accomplish anything. That's what books give a lot of people, right? If you're reading it to get a skill or learn a new trait or build character in the right way to be the person you want to be to accomplish a goal, that's their functionality. But it's not a direct correlation to who that person's going to be. Or if you go read Robert Kiyosaki's book, then all of a sudden you're going to be a, a real estate yo Mongol. That's not going to happen. It doesn't care. I've never read a Rich Dad Poor Dad. I've heard a bunch of clips out of it, read the back of the book, jumped through it like I always do. And I was like, yeah, it serves a good purpose. But I still do great in real estate, and it's not because I read or didn't read the book. So just be cautious. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Rushing and hustling can lead to mistakes, missed opportunities, patience, and thoughtful execution can yield better results. Uh, go ahead. What do you have to say about it? <laughs> well, I just, I guess the same thing I always do. Like, start with the end in mind. I don't care if you're moving violently or moving slow and methodical because really they're going to be the same thing as long as you've created a plan that's achievable yeah. that meets your end goal. So if you are just moving violently with no end goal except for I want money, well, then that means your goal is broad, which means you'll do broad things to get there and you'll bounce around. Instead of trying to streamline it in some mechanism, it'll be you bouncing around trying to figure out what the next hot thing is to get the, the money that you want. Which is very much you, Chris, but I feel like the majority of people do not think that way. Why? Because they don't think of the end goal. They think of the broad goal. Like literally what you just said, a lot of people struggle with that. And when they are rushing into something, it's because they didn't think it through. That's a common person. But for you, right. it's different. For you, it's different, which I love. But for most people, they just rush into things because they want the end result of the broad picture of money, but they don't know what that is. So when they rush into something, it could lead to mistakes and missed opportunities. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if it doesn't serve your end yeah. goal. Like if you don't have the capacity to say no to something like, oh my gosh, Dogecoin is hiking right now. And obviously you need to buy in because, you know, you know, go Doge to the moon or whatever it is, right? Then it can definitely impact you poorly if you didn't research the founders of Doge, how it's going to infiltrate and, and be involved with Bitcoin and that whole concept, then it can impact you, right? So it's okay to move fast. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's co-aligned with what you're doing yeah. and something that you're already on the path for. You know, if you jump ship all the time, you expect to fall in the water. That was good. <laughs> Number 10, success should be defined on your own terms, not by social media. Wow. I feel like everyone compares themselves to what the other person that just became successful is doing and not realizing what will work for them. So for fitness people, 75 hard, everyone was doing it during COVID and then everyone thought they had to do it and then majority of people failed because just wasn't for them. Yeah. Some people physically just couldn't because working out two times a day actually burned their body out. So it really just depends what works for you and don't compare yourself because social media is a spiraling hole for that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of glorified people and actions on social media, whether what's real, what's not, what's a rented Lamborghini versus who owns one and uh, who should follow, who actually did the work versus who's just selling a product. All that stuff is 
on there and you should be aware of it, but you know, look at the person's actions. So say if you identify somebody that actually did it, right? You know, if you're looking at, you know, Jeff Bezos or somebody and whatever he's posting on Twitter and this and that, he obviously created Amazon. Well, you can't just open up an Amazon, but you can look back at his past and decide, hey, this guy's real on social media. Let me go back. Oh my gosh, he started his business in his garage and here's what he actually did. So look into their past, maybe not what they're doing right now because it may be just a flex to sell a product and maybe that product will help you get somewhere. But just analyze it. Look at that person and don't just get caught up in, oh my gosh, my next step is I got to buy the Lamborghini to look like him on social media. Yeah. So that's it. That's the 10. This was an odd topic for me, for sure. This is like, because it's like I'm trying to tell everybody that you don't have to work hard, but really it's just some of the principles that I've learned along the way. It's like I could probably do as much in four hours with my calendar set right as most people do in 12 hours because I eliminate all the busy tasks and whatnot. Like how we had Chris Bezos on one of our previous podcasts. That guy is up at like 5 a.m. and he's done by like 9 or 10 a.m. every yeah. day. It's just over with. He's done. Because he is so effective in those couple hours. He accomplishes what most people do and he set his lifestyle. He wants to enjoy each and every day for the majority of the day. He wants to go out and, and ground himself and look at the pool, be on the beach, spend time with his you know family and things like that, play with the dogs. Like, and then he's got another couple hours that he's set up for like studying different business products and things like that. So it's a really cool lifestyle. Whenever you meet more people like that and see that, oh, this is possible. If that's the lifestyle you choose, then it's and it's amazing knowing that if he he could change his goal set too, right? He could say, okay, I decided I want to be a billionaire now. And here's the action steps I think need to be made. Here's what type of work commitment I think it's going to take. And yeah. here's how I can coincide my family and my current lifestyle or, or what aspects of my lifestyle I want to take with me, right? So it's just about being able to effectively set goals, understand the principles, and work through it without just creating a ton of busy work. Because that's what most people do is just fulfill, try to be or feel self-fulfilled. Meaning they're like, oh my gosh, I'm working on this new thing now because I got to keep moving somewhere just to keep yourself mentally stabilized and satisfied. Because if not, you think you're not working hard enough, you're not doing what needs to be done, and it makes it where you can't even enjoy yourself because you're emotionally beating up on yourself all the time. So learn how to structure your calendar, learn how to track your income producing activities versus your non-income, learn how to utilize leverage to hire employees, leverage other people's knowledge, use your money to learn from them, just, you know, compress time, things like that. And uh, you'll be able to move through this process a lot faster and don't get caught up with the hustle culture and think that, oh, if you're not working 16 hours a day, like the other guy says he is, then you're not going to make it because maybe there's some principles he's missing as well. Yeah, there you go. Chris said it, guys. <laughs> That's it. I don't know what to do now. This is when we say goodbye. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> he was never good with people. <laughs> 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 all right, guys. Well, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like, do all the things, comment, rate our podcast, because that definitely helps us out and so that more people can hear what we got to say. And follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube as usual. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you.